Hello, and welcome to Midnight Monpod, the Monster Apocalypse podcast after hours. My name's Garrett, and I'm your host on this trip into the tabletop game, Monster Apocalypse. Tonight, I have for you the second episode of the Draken Armada Faction Focus series. We're going to start in on the monstrous portion of the faction here, with the first monster to come out for the Draken, which was Rastaban. Rastaban being the bipedal dragon with wings and the obnoxiously large head, was the first one to come out back in the middle of 2020. And when he came out, he came out to some mixed reviews. There was a lot of early hype for him, and it kind of petered out. As people realized, he had a very poor one-in-one game. But his star is more recently on the rise because he was adjusted upward in the 2022 dynamic update. So I'm going to go through, I'm going to read his official lore, and then I'll talk about the actual card and why he does what he does. Alright, so let's roll on in. When the first ships of the Draken Armada entered our solar system, humanity braced itself for even more conflict, fearing another threat had entered the monster apocalypse. When their first bastion landers touched down near Chicago and Rastaban attacked Gorgadra, that fear turned into a hope that these space dragons could represent new allies in the struggle to protect Earth. When days later Rastaban addressed the leaders of the planet, it became clear that this noble race had joined our fight and might be what finally turns the tide. Rastaban is a monster that can be added to any protector's force. In alpha form, he leads the forces of the Draken Armada and their allies, drawing more power from the success of his troops with power swell and motivating any nearby ally to quickly get into the right position. He's capable of sending pieces of his wings to strafe through enemies and then return to their original position. When he goes hyper, he becomes a terrifying presence on the battlefield. His wings draw in the energies of his opponent's attacks, becoming a power sink, and every attack he makes is a power gorge, fueling his efforts towards victory. Alright, so let's talk about the rules on Rastaban here. Rastaban's general role in a list is generating power. And he accomplishes that in different ways between his alpha and his hyper. So let's talk about the alpha form right now. Rastaban in alpha form. He's an 11 health monster. Five of those health are in alpha. 11 down to 7. He has 6 speed, high mobility, and 8 defense. The special rules he has are flight, This model can end its movement on impassable terrain and is immune to hazards except when colliding with them. Motivator. Other allied models that begin their advance within two spaces of this model gain plus one speed. And Power Swell. While this model is in play, allied faction units' brawl attacks gain Power Gorge. Moving over to the attack profiles, Rastaban's Alpha Brawl has a five-action die cap with four boost dice and the Power Gorge trigger. When this attack destroys an enemy model, you gain one additional power die. His blast attack is a range 5 blast with a 5 action die cap, 3 boost dice, and the strafe trigger. If this attack hits, choose an enemy unit or a building within 2 spaces of the target with a defense equal to or less than the number of strikes rolled. 
The chosen model also suffers one damage point as a result of this attack. When determining the defense of the chosen unit or building, add any bonuses to defense against blast attacks, including cover. And last but not least, his power attack stat is a 5 action die cap with 4 boost dice. So as I said at the jump here, Rastaban generates power, and in alpha, when he performs a brawl or a blast attack, chances are he's getting back 2 power dice on that either by killing a single unit to gain two power dice with a brawl, or blasting something, either a unit or a building, for one power die, or two power dice in the case of building, and then strafing off to hit another model, either another unit or another building, that he also could have hit with that blast roll. Meaning that single blast attack... If you hit two buildings with that same roll, that's four power dice. Nothing to sneeze at. Power Swell is actually low-key one of the best rules on this card, but requires paying attention to the Draken unit game. The ability to have your Draken Berserkers, who can already make two attacks with the same dice investment, with some occasionally bonkers dice in that boost now gaining an additional power die when they kill units means that for sometimes as little as a two-action die investment on your unit turn, one to spawn the dragon, one to have him attack, you can be getting back four power dice for two white dice, and that is excellent. Motivator is a really good rule. Protectors don't have a lot of access to it because we don't have it in unit form, the way destroyers do with the Taskmaster. So anything with Motivator on it is a boon to your force overall. Having it be on a monster means it'll never affect the monster it's on, but it also means that it's more likely to be up in the midfield where your other monster is. Helping your other monster hop one space further out or across buildings or monsters or something Always very powerful. And before I move off of this alpha, I do want to pop back to discuss this blast some more. So range 5 blasts are already powerful because they can be massively disruptive early in the game. And few range 5 blasts can be quite as disruptive as Rastabans. That strafe trigger means that as long as you can pick up a target within 5 spaces and you can roll the dice to hit whatever target number you're looking for to hit your second target, your second target can actually be seven spaces away. That means if you can get him close enough, he can shoot two buildings instead of trying to just kill your opponent's units. You could kill their double secure by killing both buildings instead of trying to disrupt that secure by only killing units. One of the most powerful lines with Rastaban is moving up close enough to shoot a building and then strafe to a second building. And both those buildings that were secured now being gone, it's really strong and not to be underestimated. Rastavan's alpha didn't change at all in the 2022 dynamic update because it was never bad. Motivator, power swell, range 5 strafe, Rastavan's alpha has always been solid, contained, 
We know what he's trying to do. Destroy multiple things or gain multiple power dice from his own attacks and gain additional power dice from his units. Motivator just helps his units get there. It used to be his hyper that was the letdown point. But my friends, we are in 2022, so things have changed. Let's take a look at Rastaban's hyper. So in hyper form, Rastaban increases his speed up to speed 7, still maintaining high mobility, and his defense goes up to 9. He has 6 health, his special rules, he's retained flight, he has lost motivator and power spell, but has gained 3 other rules in their place. The first rule being power sync. During each activation, the first time your opponent rolls power dice for an attack, you gain one power die. Swift Strike. This model can make a blast or a brawl attack in addition to any other attack it makes during each of your monster activations. And Terrify. While adjacent to this model, enemy units cannot roll boost dice in their attacks. Moving over to the attack profiles, the Brawl stat has had its action die cap increased to 7 and has 5 boost dice. Still maintains the Power Gorge trigger. The Blast attack is still range 5. Its action die cap has gone up by 1 to a 6, and its boost die number has gone up to a 4. Maintains the Strafe trigger, which it had before, and the 2022 Dynamic Update version lost Power Gorge off of this blast. We'll talk about that in a moment. Once again, last but not least, Rastaban's Hyper Power Attack stat has increased its action die cap to an 8 and increased its boost dice to a 5 and has gained Power Gorge on power. So yes, the 2022 Dynamic Update made two changes to Rastaban. As I just mentioned, the first was to remove the Power Gorge trigger from the Blast attack. You can no longer strafe into two units for a total of four power dice. But the other change more than made up for that, which is Swift Strike. Swift Strike was a rule that did not exist until December of 2021. And once that rule came out, they made an announcement that everything with lightning attack or rapid fire going forward, as they need to get rules pass updates, will get Swift Strike instead. So Rastaban maintains passive power generation outside of his monster turn with Power Sync. More often than not, it means once every other turn you gain one power die because your opponent performed a power attack. But if they are doing things like using power hitter units to roll power dice and attacks, you'll still get those. Terrify is a flavor rule, largely, which can, in fact, occasionally come up. It won't come up a lot, but it probably comes up more than you think because it's printed on the card. Your opponent's aware of it. It's not super gotcha moment because it's all open information. Yeah, Swift Strike here. Swift Strike means Rastaban is almost impossible to screen against once he's in hyperform. Swift Strike lets him either do a Power Gorge Brawl to punch a unit and gain two Power Dice before stepping in to land the Power Gorge Power Attack, 
or perform that strafe blast to take out two targets before moving in to perform a power gorge power attack. The interaction between swift strike and strafe is why the blast needed to lose power gorge, because the ability to spend a minimal investment of white dice to gain four red dice and then still be able to perform your own power attack was way too powerful. As it is, Rastaban has rocketed up near the top of the chart as far as Protector's power rankings. This is one of the better 1v1 profiles in the game right now. You lose out on the unit general portion by moving into Rastaban's hyper, but at the same time, Rastaban's hyper is bananas now. The ability to clear nearly any screen while generating two power dice to then use on that attack is outstanding. The only problem I have with this model anymore is just how comically large the head ended up. Because if you go back and you find some old teaser art illustrations of what the concept was, he was much uh, much sleeker, a little, little more anime, a little less sports mascot. Somewhere in the 3D sculpting process, the head just kind of got embiggened. And honestly, if that's the biggest problem you have with a monster is, hey, I'm not 100% on board with this sculpt, but otherwise all the rules are solid. I mean, I've heard a lot worse nitpicks about a lot of other monsters. I've made a lot worse nitpicks about a lot of other monsters. I, for one, am excited to play Rastaban through most of 2022 here. It's going to be a real good time to be a Draken fan right now. I know I normally have my little thing of, yeah, I mean, try this monster out. It, you know, maybe it'll work for you. I highly recommend Rastaban right now. Highly, highly. This monster is really good. He covers a lot of bases and can pair with pretty much anything you want to. If you're looking for somebody who needs to just be able to carry their own weight if your monster of choice goes down first, or be a living battery to make your monster of choice's dreams come true, Rastaban's what you need right now. Absolutely, definitely go for it. And with that glowing recommendation, I'm going to cut this episode off. Catch us around next time as I go through the two-headed dragon of the faction, Zibanos. And until then, this has been Midnight Monpod, the Monster Apocalypse podcast after hours. My name's Garrett. Thanks for stopping by, folks. Catch you around. Midnight Monpod is part of the Line of Sight Network, loswarmachine.com slash midnight-monpod.